Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Greater Nashville Realtors podcast. I'm your host and 2020 president, Christy Hairston. And I'm coming to you live from Safer at Home. That's right. I, like you, am also at home navigating uh, COVID-19 and as a realtor, how to continue to motivate myself to get up and do work and stay in touch with clients, as well as to be at home and sweep my floor for the 13th time. So I totally understand uh, your pain on that. Now, I know it's been a very hard time um, navigating the day-to-day and sometimes hour-to-hour changes of COVID-19, whether that's the mayor you know, coming up with some new executive orders or the governor coming up with executive orders or, you know, maybe your broker and trying to figure out, oh, what can I do? What can I not do? So with all the willpower that it takes to just stay engaged in knowing the differences and what to do, today I thought we would talk about some ways to stay productive while staying safe at home. So, and I know you're thinking, Christy, why are we talking about productivity right now when we're in the middle of a health crisis? So I am not at any way trying to diminish the importance of staying at home, being safer at home, and monitoring the CDC guidelines. I'm just saying as a realtor, we know and we've heard and read the reports from NAR and as well as Lawrence Yoon and other economists that says, you know, eventually we will get out of this. Now, getting out of this may look different quarter to quarter and the length of time that it takes to do that, but we know that we won't be in the house forever. So our idea of staying productive is really just to say, what activities, what things can I do on a day-to-day basis so that when I do um, have the ability to come out and uh, work and play freely, that I won't have to basically start my real estate business over again. Now, many of you know, and I shared this with you all, when I was originally licensed, it was in 2007. And I remember uh, at that time coming out in 2007 and uh, the license, the place where I got my license, uh, that he said, well, congratulations, you just, you know, passed the test and got your license. The market is tanking, you know, have a good time out there. And I was, you know, so terrified because kind of thinking through, okay, how am I going to practice real estate when there's no real estate happening? Now, this time is a little different. Um, I know for many of us in several areas, there was already a shortage of inventory uh, in a number of areas, which kept our prices, you know, going up, you know, in different ways, month over month, week over week. Um, So when you couple that with this crisis, we still have a shorter supply of inventory. The question is just how many buyers will still be out uh, buying properties during this time. So when I think back to the mindset that it took for me in 2007 to continue to still today be a realtor, I know that many of you can do this during this transition. So Being productive is not just about going out, getting more buyers and sellers, but how to have mental health and wellness during this time. So let's just look at a few options that I think might be important for us to consider over the next few weeks. All right, the first one is try your best to have a routine. 
Now, I know that's a little challenging when you're thinking, okay, all my trips, once I get out of the bed, will be either to the kitchen, living room, or back to my bed. I get that. But what I want to really encourage you is to try to have a routine. Now, that routine may not be, you know, as busy as it was when you were trying to get out of the house by a certain time. But you can have a daily routine that says, you know what, I still exercise at this time. Or at eight o'clock, I'm eating breakfast. And then by a certain time of the day, you're going to your desk or wherever your workspace is. Now, I would encourage that if you have a desk or some kind of table that you can work at, that you would consider working from a specific place each day. Because, you know, working from a specific place kind of let us know in our mind, okay, it's time to get busy. It's time to go to work now. Time to put my work hat on. And a lot of you, um, even as realtors, some of you were never going into your office anyway. So you were working from home then, right? So you were still practicing that, oh, let me go to my desk because that's where work is done. So I would encourage you, you know, when you're having that routine, set some timelines for things that are happening. So what does that look like? Okay, I'm going to wake up at this time. And when I wake up, I do whatever's next on my list, whether that's uh, exercising, prayer, meditation, walking, running, whatever those things are that really kind of gets you in the mindset of it's a new day. This is my routine. Okay, body, let's get with the program you know, that that's a helpful thing. And then once you've gone through that first initial set of things, and for some of you, I know we've had a lot of ninja sessions uh, at Greater Nashville. So you know that we start that morning by showing up and expressing gratitude. That's a part of a daily routine. And then there's breakfast, right? Like what are we eating? What are we doing to kind of keep our body recharged? So in that routine should include breakfast. And I heard a realtor say this to me, earlier this week. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? But she said, you know, I can still have a coffee appointment. I just am having a virtual coffee, right? So she said, one of the things she's doing in her routine, she would normally have uh, coffee meetings, or she would normally have people that she would go to and go to lunch with. And she said, I've just been scheduling those things. And we've been doing it one-on-one virtually. And I was like, oh, I can I could totally do that, right? So if you were going to have a morning coffee meeting, you can still schedule that, whether it's with another realtor to talk about what they're doing or a past client or someone in your database or someone that you know that's also working from home. And you guys do a 30-minute coffee coffee break where you're talking about you know, things that are going on in your life or how's things going on at home or how are you coping with working from home? And then you're still kind of having some of those appointments with other people. So that's an an option as you're trying to develop that routine. The other part I would say in the routine is giving yourself times for breaks. You know, so I know when I'm sitting at my desk, once I've sat here for an hour, two hours or whatever, I need to give myself a mental break, a physical break, or some kind of break where I actually leave the desk. Now, some of you are are really awesome right now, and you're taking that break, and you're saying, 
I just did 15 push-ups, and I think that's awesome and you should be celebrated. Um, but at the same time, you should also be celebrated if you took a break and you decided to read a book. You know, maybe during that routine, you said, I'm going to read a book for 15 minutes at each of my breaks, right? So you're giving yourself four or five breaks within the day. And during those breaks, you're taking time to read a chapter of a book that you've been wanting to read, but you didn't have time. So it's a great time to do that at a break. So you can do some physical activity. I'm a person that likes to walk. So a lot of times if I'm talking to a person and um, I'm having a phone chat, then I will walk outside during that phone chat. Or if not, and I'm taking a break, then at my break, I may take a quick walk around my community. And walking is still okay as of today. Uh, but if that changes, then obviously I can't walk outside. But for today, I can walk as long as I am keeping my distance between anyone else that's walking. So a lot of times I'll take a break and go ahead and take a walk outside. Of course, there's always a snack break. So, you know, that goes without saying. So I'm not even going to mention that, but you know that's there. But the point is, once you're working from your desk in that routine, some experts say you want to work in 90-minute intervals and then give yourself a 10 to 15-minute break and then go back to that 90-minute interval and give yourself a, a 10 to 15-minute break. The other thing that I think is important in that routine is that we're staying hydrated. So remember, you know, keeping that water, keeping water in as a part of your daily routine, I think is great for our health. Uh, but it's also great for just kind of having that routine of making sure you are getting, you know, adequate water for the day. So if we go back and recap, our first tip, which is try your best to have a routine, that routine is what time am I waking up in the morning? We should have a set time to do that. It's helpful. You don't have to do it all the time. But on the days that you say you're working, you know, try to have that time where you say, this is the time I'm waking up. Once I wake up, I do whatever those five things are. And I get to my desk by a certain time of the day. Here at home, I'm also having a set lunchtime. I'm doing lunchtime at the same time pretty much every day. And that's when, you know, the kids and I all get together and we have lunch together. But even if I wasn't having lunch with them, you know, calling a friend or planning that virtual lunch with a friend and all we're doing is on FaceTime. It doesn't even have to be a Zoom. It could be FaceTime from your computer or Facebook Messenger for those of you who aren't using Facebook Messenger. So um, having lunch at a certain time and then getting back into that routine where maybe it's 90 minutes of intervals and then a break. And then of course, having a stopping time. Now, if I'm going out and virtually showing properties during that time, maybe on my schedule, I have the time set where I do virtual showings, you know, it's time to go all the way back to having a routine. You know, if you're doing virtual showings, do you do those in the morning? Do you do those in the afternoon? Just having some set time for yourself that you do do that. And then when you actually stop working, having a time that you physically know at this time, I'm going to stop working, which I think is really good for um, our mental and physical health, which we'll talk more about soon. But the importance of having a stopping time, especially when you're at home all day, to kind of give yourself a break between, okay, now I'm actually going to just veg on the couch, or I'm actually just going to go and do an exercise routine I like. So whatever that is, having that stopping time and having a time that you're actually committed to going to bed. 
having that routine kind of keeps your body in the flow of daily activity and kind of gives it some norms of its own as well. So I think that's very important on your path of staying productive while working at home. All right, let's talk about tip number two, how to stay productive while working at home would include staying in touch with your clients during this time. Now, of course, if you are working with active buyers and sellers right now, staying in touch with them is more important than ever before, right? They're just like you. They're trying to figure out what is happening, what's changed today, what is, you know, happening in the landscape of buyers maybe interested in my house right now, how's the market, et cetera, et cetera. They have a number of questions. So staying in, in touch with them is super important. So what are some ways that we can do that right now? Well, one of the ways that you can do that is by uh, setting up those virtual meetings with them. I'll tell you personally, I did a, it was like a virtual buyer consult, but these are buyers who are relocating in from out of town. And instead of just talking on the phone or via email, I asked them and said, hey, would you like to do a virtual meeting? And at that time when we did the virtual meeting, we, we, I pulled up on the screen the conversation where I looked and showed them the actual search that we were doing. And on that search, I showed them like, hey, based on the school zone you want to be in. And we had a very interactive conversation just because we were able to do that virtually. So some ways that you might be able to do that virtually include, of course, FaceTime. So if you have a Mac and your clients have a Mac, then you can FaceTime and do that together virtually. The other option is if you're doing it uh, with your phone and your client wants to do a meeting with their phone and you both don't have the same carriers, like you know, you both one person has an Android, one person has um, an iPhone, then you can really use Facebook Messenger. Now, for some of you, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, Facebook Messenger, I've never used that. Well, if you've never used that, if you go to your Messenger app or download your Messenger app, you will see that on that app, they have a great option for video. And now outside of all the filters, it's a great option for video. So you could actually Facebook Messenger your client over the phone and kind of do that same presentation. Now, one of the limitations with that is it's hard to share a screen using Facebook Messenger or FaceTime. But if you want to share a screen and do a presentation like I just mentioned, then you might want to use something like Zoom, which is quick and easy to use, just means that your clients need to download the platform in order for them to use it. But another option, especially if you are a Google user, is using meet.google.com. Also a great way to meet clients face-to-face. -face. They don't have to download any additional platform. They can just go right to meet.google.com uh, and click the link and you guys are face-to-face. -face. Easy to share your screen using that as an option as well. Now, I know a number of other people um, in order to kind of talk to their clients, they're also using, you know, other platforms uh, to do that. So there's plenty of platforms. Some people are using Marco Polo as an option to show properties if a client doesn't want to be on FaceTime or Zoom.
But either way, the most important thing for you to take away from that is to stay in touch with those clients. And you say, Christy, what am I going to tell them? Well, you know, you just tell them the latest things that you know. And those latest things might be, hey, we are still, some agents are still showing properties. Here's how they're doing that. They're bringing gloves, they're bringing wipes, or they're bringing their phone and virtually showing the home to their buyer clients. Um, Some people are writing contracts contingent on viewing the inside. Let's talk about that, you know, Mr. Buyer Seller. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Or as I've seen some posts from some of you on Facebook recently that are trying to educate buyers and sellers of, you know, realtors are essential. And here's why. It's not so much about us, you know, and our commission and the fact that we're just being greedy. Realtors are essential because people still need to buy and sell houses for various reasons. Whether those various reasons are, you know, uh, people having children or people you know, uh, relocating for work or people needing to be closer to a hospital. People have several reasons as to why they need to move or buy real estate right now. So that's why real estate is an essential service. A number of people are still renting properties right now. So tenants and landlords, those are still essential services. Um, And so it's important that we stay in communication with people, with our clients to let them know what are the changes that we know of from today. So you might want to go back and encourage your uh, clients to go look at a safenashville.org. That's where all the updates are being posted as to what they can and can't do under these various executive orders. Well, that's something that maybe they don't know. You know, we as realtors know it because we feel like it's our job to know based on what we can and can't do on a daily basis. So you might want to tell them and give them that resource. Some of your clients have children at home and they may be in need of some of the food delivery that MNPS is doing for various locations. Some of you can provide that information of, hey, where is the latest uh, place for us to go and pick up a meal today from one of the school locations? You could give them that information. You can tell them what's happening with the market. A number of people were thinking about selling their home uh, this spring. Is it still a good time to do that? Is it not? So staying in touch with our database and clients has way more to do uh, with us making sure they're informed and they don't just have to Google all their information, that you can be a resource for them long beyond even the time of this safer at home. So those are some creative ways in order for you to do that. Number three is also, um, or tip number three, it's also a great time to take time to do some professional development online. Now, something great that you could do is go ahead and finish out your C2EX. I know it's something that I've started and I pick it up and I put it down, but this is a great time to, you know, in that routine, go ahead and block out some time to do one of the modules from C2EX. Or take an online course that's being offered by Greater Nashville Realtors. We have a number of online courses being scheduled for April. And so we'd love for you to take advantage of the online courses that we have. I'll share one with you later in this podcast, but always stay abreast of what we're doing via our social media networks or uh, on our website. Um, The other thing that you can do right now for professional development is attend a webinar 
from NAR, which is Right Tools Right Now. So if you go to nar.realtor, you'd find that there's a platform there called Right Tools Right Now. There are a number of free webinars. There's webinars for um, PSA certification. There's some real estate investing courses. There are some free CCIM courses that you can take online. And for many of us, I mean, some of these classes are very expensive. So now that you have the opportunity to take those, um, a number of them are discounted and a number of them are free. So you definitely want to go and take a look at that. And for most of you, I know you know that there are a number of webinars and things that you can attend online. But some of us have been planning for a while some things that we want to add to our professional development. Maybe you wanted to add more commercial real estate into your um, um, to the skills that you know, or maybe you wanted to add um, some uh, property management. But whatever those things are, maybe you want to know how to work better with luxury clients or first-time home buyers or lake homes. Take advantage of this time and go ahead and watch some of those online webinars at any of those platforms. And then the last tip for you today is how to stay physically and mentally healthy during this time. So I'm just going to encourage you uh, to continue to monitor your, monitor your nutrition, whatever that means for you. Uh, I'm not here to try to tell you what to eat and what not to eat, but we all know that certain things that we eat cause us to drag or lag or feel great or, you know, kind of help us to keep motivated throughout our day. And then the other part is how am I going to maintain any kind of movement right now? So we talked earlier about taking some walks, reading a book is great for a mental break. We talked about um, having a coffee or lunch appointment with a past client or a friend is a great mental break. And some of us just need to take a nap. That's also a great mental break. So I don't want to, you know, not include that as well. And remember your breathing, you know, um, that you can breathe. And that's a great way to take a mental breath. I know I have an Apple Watch and it's constantly reminding me to breathe. So you can't, you know, get enough of that. So hopefully from one of these tips that we talked about today, you will find some way for yourself to stay productive during this time. Um, and if there are other tips that you guys want to include, once this podcast airs, feel free to share those so that we can add those um, to our realtors and making sure that we're all staying productive together. So that'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening. And we hope this information is useful for you during this time. If you have any other topics you would like to hear us discuss here on the podcast, please email communications at greaternashvillerealtors.org. Na 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 na